Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. Shane. Travis. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Well, I'm, I'm doing better now. You see, you're starting every show out with I'm doing better, which means <laughs> that at some point you weren't doing as good. So what what has gotten you in a almost didn't make it mood, but well, now I made it and I'm better? <laughs> well, I almost didn't make it. So I, I told you that uh, we have the pen, that whatever, true leaf pen, and my wife and I did the toothpick, just a little drop on the toothpick, and we were like, ah, oh, this is nice. You know, it's a nice mellow high, you know, just kind of relax and stuff. So last Friday, my wife said, uh, you know, let's try it again tonight. You know, I'm going to get off. Oh, she was off already that day. She's like, let's sit on the back porch and watch, you know, the sunset and all that stuff. She's like, I'll, I'll go get the thing. But this time, we're going to do it with like a lemon wedge, you know, because the taste was just horrible, horrible last time. Oh, my gosh. She cuts, cuts a lemon wedge for me, and then I bought her some pitless dates. She's got a date and I've got a lemon. Mm-hmm. So she's squeezing the thing and she's like, it's so friggin' it's like tar. You know, she's squeezing it and squeezing it. Mm. She gets a little drop on there and then she squeezes it and puts another little drop on there and she squeezes it and puts another little drop on there. And then she does hers the same way. So we took it and it was fine. It was just like before. Nice little buzz. When we took it though, it was like five o'clock and she's like, okay, we're taking it now. No more drinking. I'm like, all right, fine. No problem. Let me finish this beer. <laughs> so we're sitting there and, you know, we're kind of feeling it. And we're like, yeah, this is nice. This is nice. Hey, um, you know, it's it's 530 now. It's six o'clock. Let's go ahead and uh, close the farm down. You know, close the chicken houses, feed the horses, get all them all settled in and stuff. Let's go inside and make some dinner. This is like 630, 7 o'clock now. And we had the biggest case of the giggles. <laughs> Giggling and laughing and laughing. I had to run outside for something. I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to do something. So I ran down to the barn and was doing something. I come back in half hour later come back in i've left amy by herself in the kitchen and she comes over to me and she's like how you feeling i go eh, it's it's getting a little little escalated here she's like i just had a conversation with your dad i have no idea what i just said Uh-oh. and i'm like really she's like yeah i i have and she's now she's panic mode i don't know what what i what i said to him did i i don't know but we were laughing and now i'm laughing to her because she's laughing and she gets the biggest case of the giggles and then so we're, we had dinner and stuff and we're kind of sitting there watching like survivor another hour goes by and I'm like going, my body, I had no control over my body. My body's like doing this. Ooh, good stuff. It, it felt like I was doing this. And if you're watching this on the YouTube video, it felt like I was vibrating. And I'm like wow. sitting there going, uh, I said, babe, I can't, I can't watch this. I can't watch Survivor. I can't concentrate. We laid in bed at 930 at night and the room was friggin' topsy-turvy, spinning, and all this stuff. She's panicking. And so she's laying in bed next to me, and we're holding. She's like, you're not rolling over on your side. You lay on your back next to me and hold my hand while we sit here and go through this together. Mm-hmm. Two oh, hours. magic carpet ride. <laughs> Shane, it was so, so bad. Two, two and a half hours later, three hours maybe, I finally fell asleep. So that's like midnight. I finally fell asleep. Or it came down enough to where I could fall asleep. Woke up the next morning. I was still not as bad, but I was still friggin' tweaking. It's the only way I can describe it. She was tweaking too. We we laid around like big blobs of paper on the couch. <laughs> we were just wet noodles all day long. It lasted over twenty four hours. Shane, well, I told you you've got to be careful.
careful with that stuff. Holy chain. And the next morning she was like, concentrated. she was like, I do not ever want to do that again. I'm like, babe, you're the one who lined us up with everything. You're the one who, you're the dab master over there. She's like, I do not want to do that. Next, uh, next time we do it, if we do it again, this really, really scared her. We'll just do the toothpick. We'll just do the toothpick and then that's it. None of this lemon wedge cocktail or something. Yeah. She got a little bold on that one. I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have drenched that thing like that, but I, you know, that stuff really concentrated. I told you, you got to be careful with that. Well, you said you took it before. You just want the nice, easy buzz. You yeah. Smoke it. I, I know I want to smoke it, but I just, I thought the, the drop would have been, and there's no, no, there's no measurements. I mean, there's measurements on the sign of it, but just, there's no scale saying, you know, one drip equals XXX, you know, whatever the XXX is, but. Yeah. Well, that's stuff that you've got for seasoned veterans. I mean, that's like what they put in edibles, which is the, which will hit you the hardest. I I have a source that tells me these things. I was ready to die. I was ready to die. I was like, this is it. This is how I'm going to (laughs) go. We're going to be love birds holding hands in the bed, freaking. And she's squeezing. I mean, squeezing because she's freaking out in the room, spinning around and, you know, all the stuff that goes with Jesus Christ. It was horrible. I I had an experience like that with the first time that I ever smoked it. And I I didn't like it from that point on. So, but, you know, I've tried it since and it's, it's not as bad. So I, I think that first initial big hit like that, especially if you hadn't done it in a long time, and then doing the dabs on top of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the way I can describe it is it's about the size of an eraser head. And she put at least two of those drops on oh my, my lemon. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. So th- is that wrong? Fly me to the moon. <laughs> yeah, dude, be, please be careful with that stuff. Because I'm, I'm telling you, that's why they give it to like cancer patients and, and people who are in pain because it, it's strong. Yeah, it it's is. Really re- strong. It was really, really bad. What's new with you? Anything? Oh, not a whole lot. Just typical stuff going on. I did get a new smoker. <laughs> Speaking of weed, <laughs> how's she doing? <laughs> She coughs a lot. <laughs> Give me my palm oils. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hadn't heard of palm oils in a long time. <laughs> Your grandma smoked them all. I we we had this discussion before, and I, I have an electric one, and it it sucks. Uh-huh. I mean, some I'm going to get salmonella or E. coli or something cooking with this thing. Oh, you're going to starve to no. death because it takes forever to cook. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awful. So I'm like, okay, what's the next step for me to take? So I went with a propane. Would, did you take the other one back, like I said? No, I didn't. I'm going to give it to my dad and let him screw around with it. Oh, he okay. Can, he can probably. Right. He used to make wood-burning stoves. He's, he's a welder, so he, he used to make wood-burning stoves and, maybe, and smokers and grills and stuff. So he might be able to do something with it. Maybe crank the amps up on that. that put another heating element or something in there. Well. Well, that and it probably needs to be sealed. So, you know, I got this new one. It's propane, but I went with a lot of other little mods that I'm gonna, I'm going to make to it to try to keep the temperature up. That was a problem I was having. The temperature wasn't up. It wouldn't smoke. I could, you can't get an electric smoker to smoke. The research that I've done, I should have looked at this before I went and bought one. But so you got a propane one now. Got a propane one now. Have you ever heard of that lava lock? Lava rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not lava rock, lava lock. Lava lock? Yeah. With an L. So it's a thin strip. It's got the sticky back on it. Anyway, it goes. Here we go. On the door frame. <laughs> okay. And it's like the, you know, the rope insula- or a door gasket. Okay. <clears throat> so I got that to put on there to hold the smoke in if I can get it to smoke, which I think I can. Are we still um, talking about the propane one? Yeah, we're talking about the propane now. All right. So, but you've got a, a, a flame source down below. Why wouldn't it smoke? It's already there. I haven't, I've, I haven't tried the propane one, but the, the electric one would not smoke. It just doesn't get hot enough. Right. So the propane one should smoke no problem. Why are you getting this lava lock stuff? Because I've learned some lessons with the with the <laughs> other one. The piece I'm of shit 
on. Yeah. So what I'm actually doing is trying to turn a cheap propane smoker into an expensive one with these little mods that I'm making. So I'm just basically sealing it wherever I can. Don't need to. Sealing, Don't. sealing the door. Yes, I do. Do you have a do you have a breather opening on top and bottom? I've got dampers on the front, the back. That's what I meant. Dampers. I, <laughs> I don't know what they're called. <laughs> breather yeah, things. Breather breather holes. Does it have and the holes also, in the bottom on the top? So the other yeah. The other thing that I figured out was that the thermometers on these things are crap. The ones that come with them. What brand did you buy? I got a Kellogg's. No, I got the uh, Ho Chung Joy. I think I went to school with him. Yeah. He sat in front of me in math. <laughs> I'm sure he was a lot better than you. <laughs> yeah, I cheated off of him. Anyway, it's a Dynaglow, this one. It was a master built, the other one, which is, you know, you can't, you know, the thing about it is if you go buy, listen to me. Yeah, I know. I'm listening. If you go buy, if you want to buy from the big box stores, you're you're only limited. If you want anything any better than what the big box stores are, the price jumps like, now you're talking $5,000 smokers. There's no in-between market. Just buy it online. I did, but I'm talking about the price. If you want to go outside of the big box stores, the price goes from like 900 bucks all from 900 to $2,000. There's no middle, you know, middle line in there anywhere. I thought I can improve this one by adding the door seal and all weather the stripping. <laughs> um, and then I've got these little grommets where you can put your, and I, and I got a better thermometer with a, it's a, it's a dual thermometer. So I can use one to, monitor the temperature inside the smoker and then i can use the other one to actually probe the meat Ew. so i can use it as a dual purpose so when's dinner so i don't i has not even arrived yet i just, it won't be here till monday so now say so you you it. said you got all these things and stuff. i'm thinking that it's all set up and stuff you haven't even got no, it no, in no, the no, house no. yet no not not yet this is preemptive so I, I got the smoker coming and then i got all the other accessories that i'm going to use to modify it and make it better did they recommend that you modify the smoker? No, no, you no. You just said this no. one over here doesn't work good. I need to put this stuff that already has it on this smoker to make it more better. It's everything that's on a high end smoker that you don't get on the cheaper one. So I'm just like, okay, I can buy this extra stuff on Amazon and make it a more high end smoker. Well, I wish you luck. When's it supposed to be here? It's supposed to be here Monday. I'm sure <laughs> the pit boss. So. All right, well, you got to season it though. Did you season the other one? I seasoned the first one. Yeah, that's no seasoning's no problem. All right. I just sprinkle some salt and pepper and rub it into the walls. That's what you're talking about, right? What you do, <laughs> what you do is you bring it up to 550 degrees, and then you get um extra virgin olive oil and spray the inside and let it just smoke everything, and then let it cool down completely. Go back down to zero, and then you can start. Okay. Throw some wood chips in there, too? Nope. Don't put anything in there. I'm going to try smoking with pine wood. See how that turns out. Put an old tire in there. That'll speed things up. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, black, and, black and chicken with the tire. All right, guys. Stick around. We'll be right back. My job. It's my job to pick on you a little bit. I should have thought that through. So you can pick on me now. Can I? Yeah. Shane, guess what? What? I got jumped the other day. Ooh. 
Like got your ass beat or no, no, no. It's, <laughs> it feels so, I felt so helpless. Uh, we have a 1992 Nissan, uh, D21, little truck, little red truck, little farm truck. Ooh, and 1991, 92, 92. You know, I, I graduated high school in 91. Well, so. there you go. So when this car came out, that would have been your uh, senior gift if you would have gotten one. So yeah. I've, I've got this truck and we've changed out the AC and everything on it to the brand new AC and, uh, everything's, everything's fine with the truck. It's a, it's a perfect condition truck. Unfortunately, the battery Connections got all rusted and corroded and and like the, the green phosphorus or whatever that forms on the battery. Yeah, I've never I've never had a truck do that in my whole entire life because I've never had a truck this old in my whole entire life. I always bought like a new truck and, and so on and so forth. Well, let me tell you that it's it's not it's an old truck. It's you said it was a Nissan, right? Right. Nissans have always done that. Really? Yes. <clears throat> that is a common problem with a Nissan. Even the Nissans today? Yes. So if I buy a twenty twenty three Nissan Altima 2.0 corrosion issues on your uh, battery terminal. Why do you? Why is that? I don't know. It's something within their electronic system. I, I don't know. We we had an Altima that yeah, you couldn't keep it clean. Even if you yeah. put that that jelly lube or whatever that's on it, the same stuff. It, it worked for a little while, not for very long. So my dad the other day was trying to do something here on the property, and the side by side was in the way. He couldn't get out. He couldn't get the side by side out. Heaven forbid he walked down the driveway or something. But he's got to <laughs> he's got to get in that side by side. That's fine. Getting the side by side. He couldn't get it out, so he went to the red truck, was which was the next thing in the driveway, and he got in there and. and wouldn't start. No. So he comes in the house and he's like, you know, hey, your truck wouldn't start and I can't get side by side out. Oh, because we had the horse trailer. That's why. We had the horse trailer in the driveway. No one moves when the horse trailer's here. I said, what are you talking about? I just drove it the other day. So I get in it, sure enough, and I was like, God damn it. Well, the way our property sits, I can put it in neutral and it will roll down like heading towards the barn. And it popped the clutch, fired right up, drove it around the, I've got a circular driveway down there by the barn, drove it up to the store, uh, which is about five, six miles from the house, grabbed a case of beer and pulled up stopped, turned it off, then turned it right back on. And it started right yeah. back up. I'm like, great. I fixed the problem. Went inside, got some beer, nope. put it in the truck, and then there's this new little market store that just opened up across the street from the little gas station. And I'm talking, this is a mom and pop gas station. Okay. And, you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere. So I'm like, alright, let's see what this little new store has. So I walk over there, walk around, maybe maybe 10 minutes. They ain't got shit for me. Come back to the truck. God damn it. Mm. Now, now you're stuck now, away from home. Now I'm stuck. <laughs> Beer's getting warm. So it just so happens that the wife of the lady who owns the gas station comes out and this is a gas station that actually serves like ice cream out of the big tubs you know the big five gallon tubs you can oh yeah i want chocolate chip or peaches and the cream. good the good stuff yeah the good stuff so she's out you know taking care of the place and blowing leaves off everything she's like what's wrong with your truck honey and i go uh my dad's coming up to jump me and well i got i got jumper cables in the truck or in my car i said all right i said hey my dad will be here in a minute she's like oh tell him not to come up here <laughs> so she gets in the back of her car now i park on the side of the building and she, her car's physically two spots over she grabs her jumper cables out of the back i'm i'm like do you need to move closer she's like i don't know let's see how long these things are shane she pulled out these things you could jump start a freaking mac truck with these things <laughs> like six six gauge wire they're 15 feet long i said holy jesus lady she's like when i buy stuff i buy them 
wrecked. I'll never want to do it wrong again. So jumped the truck, fired it up. Sure enough, drove it home, told my dad. I said, Dad, if you know, if you need something to do, I said, clean the terminals on that damn thing so we could drive it around. Sure enough, he went out there and cleaned the terminals. So. Now, I might have missed it. Was this a customer that was there or the, somebody that the, owned the, it? Yeah, the wife of the person who owned the place. She was outside okay. cleaning up. So, yeah. So I got. Ju- I felt like just a piece <clears throat> of garbage, man. I was like, look at you. Look, You knew damn well that this truck was not going to make it. And sure enough, what did you do? Your stubbornness drove up to the gas station and even did the little test run, you know, turned it off. Wait a second. Turned it back on. All right. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm good to go. Nope. Nope. Nothing. She just felt sorry for you driving up in an old beat up truck. Look at this poor guy. Can't even buy a best. I'm surprised she didn't try to buy a battery for you. <laughs> I don't know, but I just felt I felt worthless. She give you some free food to take home with you to the cheering. No, she kind of peeked in the truck and was like, you know, saw three cases of beer and was like, mm, all right. <laughs> well, I see where his priorities are. Yeah, well, you're the only horse in town, lady. We'll work for beer. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. I'm glad you got jumped off and got back home. But carry always carry you a jump box in an old vehicle like that. I had a jump box for a while, but I didn't realize that when you. If you read the jump box, it says good for 200 jumps. And there was a time stretch there where it was like every day I was out there jumping a thing. And again, now I know that the, the terminals were corroded. I never, I never cleaned them all. But my dad went to the store, got that little, it's about the size of a beer can, like, or an actual, a Mick Ultra can. And it's got the, the bristles. Nipple grinder. Yep. Nipple grinder. <laughs> stuck it in there, grounded it around, put some, uh, whatever the salve is. I don't know what it's called, technical. Put it on the terminals, cleaned everything up. Salve? Yeah. You know what salve is, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How yeah. That keeps it from. I've never, I've never put it on a battery before, but. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed, it's supposed to keep it from corroding. It's, it's the. terminal grease, Travis. It's terminal <laughs> grease. Use the right terminology. God, no wonder you could and get back home. Hey, honey, you got any salve for my battery? <laughs> hey, everybody, help the old guy with three cases of beer. Where are those kids beer. that pushed me out of the freaking ditch? How Where were they at? Please do me a favor. I want you to go into AutoZone, Advanced, O'Reilly's, pick one, and just ask them for some battery salve. See what and, happens. And they will know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and they're going to send you out the door with a big old pack of it. No, the first thing out of the mouth is go, battery salve? And then I go, yeah, the stuff you put on top of the battery terminals. Oh, the terminal grease. Oh, yeah. Bless his heart. So what'd you find out about aliens? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thing out. Have you convinced anyone? I, I want to know they're real. I mean, like you said, what worlds does that open up? What schools of thought does that open up to find out they're real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to I want to believe that Bigfoot is real, too. <laughs> Jesus, Shane. I mean, that's the aliens of the mountains, you know? It is. Somewhat. <laughs> I mean, if a Bigfoot's real, come on. I think, here's my own personal opinion. I do believe there's something out there that is big, large, and scary because it's unknown. But yeah, that's because that orange wedge you ate. (laughs) I know. It was a lemon (laughs) or whatever. There was a group of people that were called gigantists that lived on the planet for a long time. And this could be distant relative of gigantist people. They were probably shamed and told, you know, pitchforks and whatever torches. And they were chased out of town and they forced themselves to live in the in the woods. I mean, there was a movie loosely based, you know, Harry and the Hendersons type thing. I don't know if you remember that movie with John Lithgow. I do. All right. So that's kind of, I mean, were, were, was gigantus Harry to begin with, or did they evolve into after they were shunned and they were ape like creatures that were, they were 10 feet tall. Hmm. So they weren't big, huge, tall humans that 
couldn't pay their bills and got ostracized and kicked out of the community and <laughs> could be some old to leave and some ex basketball players out there in the woods running around yeah. that went bankrupt. Uh, and then, then here they all are huddled out in the woods going, well, we got nowhere to live and nothing to eat and for some cold. <laughs> so maybe we should grow some body hair. For some reason, when I said ex basketball players, cause I'm watching the NBA finals, ex basketball players that are bankrupt, you know, and I said these are like monkey <laughs> derivatives. I just kind of went, I think that sounded a little racist there, Trav. Yeah, yep, sorry about that. No, I didn't, that's not what I meant. If you saw a Bigfoot, what would happen? I mean, would that change your perspective as far as thought and, and all that, or is it just a, well, a loss? I mean, they're finding stuff over in, in the Middle East all yeah. the time. The sarcophagus, or they're digging up all the time. I don't have any doubt that they didn't exist at one time. I mean, you know, even the Bible talks about big, gigantic people. Yeah, gigantic. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, are you talking, what you asked what would I do like if I had an actual encounter with one myself? Yeah, would you take a picture of them? Or with well, them? I would I would try to take the blurriest picture that I could. <laughs> Shaking like this. Uh, got it. Uh, one more. Uh, got it. And this is the most authentic Bigfoot footage. Yeah, I mean, today I, I think if it was proven that they were real, mm-hmm. first of all, they wouldn't they wouldn't exist for much longer because people would start flooding the woods, hunting them down, killing them. We want to study how we are. Study them. Yeah. So they wouldn't exist for very long. But are they mean? They can't be mean. Or they they you'd find disemboweled animals all over the place and horrible stories about people going missing. They are like hikers or camping. Okay, that sounds like today's headlines. Well, I, aren't they supposed to be vegetarians? I don't know a whole lot about it, but I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm worthless at this one. I don't know. I just I would just I would like for them to be real. I think that would be kind of cool to. Somebody's proved them real. What would I do if a Bigfoot walked up on me? Uh, Offer him some beef jerky? <laughs> Smoking a little bit too much there, Shane. All right. All right, guys. Stick around. We'll be right back. I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel all right. Do you like your murder stories like you like your coffee? First thing in the morning, strong and heavy with a lot of details? Well, you're going to like MurderAndCoffee.com, the newest podcast for true crime. Stories from the female Hannibal Lecter, Catherine Mary Knight, to the Bennington Triangle. All this can be found over at MurderAndCoffee.com. That's MurderAndCoffee.com. is the water and leaves you with the alcohol because that doesn't freeze so concentrated beer i mean it's like (laughs) beer sickles it's gross great so i had a uh i had a stalker uh the other day shane from the gas station was it the chick that jumped you off no whoa a little deep on that one (laughs) no uh 
and you've seen this probably a million times. When you, I mean, you've seen your panhandler guys. Hey, you got got a dollar, got some change or whatever like that. Then there's like the upgraded guys, the guys that actually like walk around the parking lots and, you know, come up to you as you're, you know, putting groceries in your cart or whatever like that. And you're, you know, I'm, my head's on a swivel all the time. Remember I said I could be a, a secret spy agent guy? Mm-hmm. Sure sure enough, I come out of Walmart, got my grocery cart, and I'm pushing it. And I always park in the very, very, very back of the parking lot. I, I don't mind the walk, but I don't want anyone dinging my doors. And mm-hmm. uh, I've seen this guy... And it's probably 82 degrees out. He's got a blue hoodie on and sweatpants. I don't know if he was a white guy. Definitely wasn't black. White guy, a dirty guy, or Mexican. He could be any one of those three. Because <laughs> he just probably had, a dirty guy. Yeah. Well, he just he was probably early 30s, maybe. And he's walking, pacing back and forth in between like parking spots. And he's doing this. Oh, you know, he's he's getting his act ready. You know, because here I come, right? Oh man. Oh. And he's like, you know, kind of looking over his shoulder, make sure that I see him. I got. I always have my earbuds on, but I'm my head's on a swivel. And I see him starting to walk towards me. And I do this number. I just kind of look the opposite direction away from him to see if he's coming at me this way. Where's his partner at? You know, I'm looking yeah. I'm looking the other way to find out where his partner's at. Maybe getting a double teamed. Yeah. You know, he distracts me. The guy, you know, shanks me and steals my wallet and my headphones. <laughs> and your so, beer. Well, yeah. So I avoid him. I did what I could. I even, I like, puffed up a little bit. You ever done that where you walk and you're like, all right, this guy's. <laughs> whoop your ass. I might you have to fight. I might have something's going down. Mm-hmm. So he walks by me. I, I allure him. Well, you know what I do in that situation. What's that? I just put my hand in my pocket. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I carry a gun with me everywhere I go. Do you really? I do. What, what, I, I do. How big of a gun? I have the world's smallest 9 millimeter. Oh, I think I've seen it. I think I've yeah. seen that. It's only like two shots or something, isn't it? No, it's seven shots. Do you, can you legally carry that thing? Yes, I have my carry and conceal license. Now, with you being in the military, was it easier for you to get your concealment license or no? It was harder. Was it I really? Through more back, yeah, I had to go through more background checks because, you know, we're ten, we tend, us military guys tend to shoot things up. We're crazy. <laughs> you and Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I had to go through extra background checks, and it took uh, took a couple of months longer than it would normally anybody else. Wow. You know, we know how to ambush people. and Right. Yeah, when we shoot at people, we actually hit them. Right. Well, this guy, he walking up on me, and I avoided him. And he went on to something else. But I've got him on the corner of my eye. I know where he's at. And I'm looking for his partner. He didn't have a partner. Then I see this other old guy come out, gray-haired guy. I'm like, oh, he's going to hit this guy. I mean, he's beaming right toward him. And I see him doing, you know, this motion and, you know, pulling his pants up and, you know, pockets and doing the whole motion. If you're watching me here on the YouTube video, pulling his pants up and he's, you know, shaking his head and, you know, pointing like I got to go that way. And I'm here and shrugging his shoulders. Dude pulls out some money. I know what a dollar bill, yeah, I know what a dollar bill looks like from far away because of, if you notice, like the higher the denomination of money, is that right? Yes. The more detailed the bill is. So like a dollar bill is very basic. You know, if you saw a dollar bill from far away, you're like, all right, it says one on the back and it's got the bald old Mm -hmm. white guy in the front. When you see like a 20 or something, there's a little bit more detail and stuff on the back of the dollar. So I'm like, this guy, it was a very detailed bill that he gave him. Guy shoved it in his pocket. Guy who gave him the dollar or whatever, the $20 bill, gets into his truck and leaves. Now I'm, I'm in my car. I've watched this whole thing go down. And he has seen me watch this whole thing go down. So I'm sitting in the in my car. I got all the mirrors focused on him. He gets in his car. I'm like, I'm gonna see what he's gonna do next. Is he, he gonna gets get in his car? Yeah, he's got a car, and he's got a I think a <laughs> Nissan Altima. I think he had actually with Pro- corroded battery. Probably, panel. yeah. He needed. <laughs> Did you have to jump him off no. before he could leave? <laughs> he needed some battery salve. <laughs> and so he sits in his car and fires up his car, and I can see his parking lights are on. 
And I'm like, all right, what's this guy doing? Where is he going? I'm sitting there and I'm like going through Facebook, just killing time. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Nothing's going to happen. I'm going to get in the, I'll put it in drive, pull out of the parking lot. Were you just sitting there waiting for conflict or something? I or wanted to see. I, off and leave? I, it's just my own personal, like, oh, you motherfucker, that type deal. Oh, okay. I wanted him oh, to God. get out of his car and attack someone else or, or approach someone else like this motherfucker. So I want to basically say, I know what you're doing. Don't do this in my parking lot. You know, this is my Walmart. Go find your own Walmart, you homeless beast. <laughs> so he go, he gets in his car and he fires it up and i'm sitting in my car already i leave the parking lot probably after about six minutes felt like 15 probably six minutes i drive out to the circle the, the main road of walmart you know there's always a main road to get out of walmart i get out to that main road and i take a left and i'm heading up to the stop sign which leads to the stoplight. he's behind me oh yeah here we go and he didn't move until i moved and i'm like mm-hmm. oh great here we go all his buddies are in the mall yeah <laughs> so i'm like oh shit so i'm at the stop sign and i go you can go right to go to the light or you can go left and go into the Lowe's parking lot now. So I take a left. I said, fuck it. You know, let's do something crazy. See if he follows me. I take a left, go to the Lowe's parking lot, kind of drive around like I'm looking for a spot. He pulls off, gets out of the line for the light and sits there for a minute. Isn't that weird? Why there's always a Lowe's beside a Walmart. Yeah, yeah, it's a districting issue thing. But he gets out of the light line and he's sitting on the side of the road. He gets out of his car and he's walking around his car like there's something wrong with his car. Meanwhile, I'm driving up and down you know, the Lowe's parking lot going, peeking around every corner like this motherfucker man Park- yes what who who's stalking who sounds like you're stalking him <laughs> I'm not, well now that i think about it yes i probably yeah. was i think you were and you were stalking him first he left you alone but you lingered around <laughs> watching him yeah he's got a, he's got a podcast on his show going oh man you should have seen this guy he was bothering me the big fat guy with the beard he was, i got a dollar to clean my my things on my battery and the guy was so nice i was like oh thank you and then this guy was giving me hard time what what nationality was this guy <laughs> That's what I said. that sounds like he was either Mexicanese. he was white dirty or mexican i couldn't tell he had a blue hoodie on it was 80 degrees outside well if you'd have given him a dollar you would have found out well i waited long enough and he ended up going through the light and i waited a little bit and then i went through the light and came home so everything's well good. I, I, i'm gonna side with jose on this one because uh <laughs> you stalked him first oh well I'm alive, though. I'm alive. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this much. Uh-huh. If I'm walking through the parking lot and I see you staring at me, I'm probably going to follow you, too. <laughs> what? Because I'm that Just good saying. looking? Yeah, because I'm like, okay, so what's this guy up to? I, he's looking at you like you're looking at him. How do you know if you he's, were looking at me if I wasn't looking at you? Well, you know what I'm saying, figuratively. <laughs> yeah. He thinks you're going to come up and ask him for money, which you should have done. Shane, I have got an $80,000 vehicle, and I've got a shopping cart full of $300 worth of groceries. Why am I asking oh. anyone for any money? Just to mess with him. See, that's what. You, look, that's how you deal with homeless people. If you or, or panhandlers, if they come walking towards you and you know what they're up to, just punch them. Just not well. <laughs> you can do that too. But if you want to mess with them, like I know you like to mess with people. Yes. Before they even get the words out of their mouth, go, hey brother, can I borrow twenty dollars? Just ask them if they can borrow, if you can borrow money from them. I've done that before, not that that way. But I said they come up to me. I said, don't even ask. And man, you don't even know what I was going to ask you. <laughs> Yes, I do. No, see, you didn't say that. You should. You you got to ask them if you can borrow some money. Let them ask you, and they go, "I don't have any money, but I'm going into Walmart if you want to come with me." <laughs> push my cart around, yeah. <laughs> and wear this boa too, this feather boa, while you push my cart around. I want to make a showcase of this. You're going to earn your keep, there, buddy. Yeah, just see what you can get them to do. Have a little fun with them. Yeah. All right, guys, stick around. We'll be right back. I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm short, but I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm high, but I'm grounded. I'm 
true crime fanatic always on the hunt for your next fix do you enjoy sipping a fresh cup of coffee while delving into the darkest depths of the human psyche then you need to tune in to murder and coffee hey everyone it's Matt Cochran, your host, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you the latest and greatest in true crime. Each week, I'll take you on a journey into the mind of some of the most notorious killers and the brave individuals who brought them to justice. And of course, we'll be doing it all over a fresh cup of coffee. From serial killers to cults and everything in between, Murder and Coffee has it all. You won't be able to stop listening. So Grab your favorite mug and join me as we explore the darkest corners of the human psyche. Because, let's face it, nothing goes better together than murder and coffee. Don't miss out on this thrilling podcast. Subscribe to Murder and Coffee on your favorite podcast platforms today. Or visit us at MurderAndCoffee.com. Murder and Coffee. With me, your host, Matt Cochran. So I was telling you about my uh, $80,000 vehicle, and the truck costs probably a little bit bit more than that. (laughs) I'm not going to get into the financials on the truck, but... Enough, though. When you see that payment, you go, oh, God, what did I do? It's almost, uh, believe it or not, it's almost, if not more, than our house payment. Well, the tr- what the hell? I'll just, I'll just say that. <laughs> Let's talk about what kind of vehicle this is. It's a Chevy Silverado High Country okay. 2500 Series. It's got 8 or 12 cameras around it. We ordered it. We picked out everything that we wanted on it. So it's the Pope Mobile. <laughs> it is almost the Pope Mobile. Okay. One of the things that's really cool is you've got a display up front, right? You know, the, you can touch the screen. It's got a touch screen on the front. Mm-hmm. And it automatically syncs up with my phone with Bluetooth. So I can play anything, all the maps, anything that's on my phone gets projected onto the screen in the center console. So my wife and I, we were driving around. We were getting, um, we were doing something for the horses. She drives. I don't drive. We were sitting at a stoplight and a emergency vehicle came through. This wasn't an ambulance. This wasn't a cop. This wasn't a fire truck. This was like a Durango type thing. It had some kind of maybe like it was the chief of the fire department. Okay. He had he had his lights going. And as we're sitting there and we're listening to music through the iHeart radio app through the vehicle and, and whatnot, all of a sudden it cuts off and then it cuts back on. And I go, oh, and I'm fumbling around with my phone. I'm like, oh, I lost Bluetooth. She's like, no. She's like that emergency vehicle cut our signal. I said, they did what? She said, "Yeah, you've never you've never seen that before." I'm like, "No." She's like, "Yeah, the new vehicles or the vehicles that are out there now, emergency vehicles. Some of them will have a disruptor, and as they're flying in traffic, it blocks Bluetooth signals or does something to where it cuts your radio off to where you can hear that vehicle come by you." No bullshit. Yes, yes, Shane. I swear to you, there's a scrambler or something in those vehicles. 
We hit you with an EMP or something? No, EMP would have shut us down. But almost, yeah, it's like a scrambler. It's the only way I can describe it. It was like a scrambler. And as soon as he left, there's a little icon on the dash on the screen that lets you know when you're connected and not connected. As soon as he left, got through the light because he was across from us, got through the light, and he was down the road probably about 200 yards. It connected right back. Bing. It only works on, it only works on Bluetooth, though? It doesn't like, like if you're just listening to terrestrial radio, it's not going to cut it off? I, I don't. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't listen to terrestrial radio. Who listens to that crap anymore? Hey, how about me knowing the term? terrestrial radio <laughs> right i think i taught you that many years ago i, I i've never heard of that that's kind of weird yeah but that should be illegal wouldn't well, you think why would it be illegal they're trying to get you to pay attention to what's going on i know but they're <clears throat> doing it against your will you're not giving them permission to tamper with your property so that's illegal <laughs> that's that's overstep that's government overreach do you think i've got a that's not a government that's a it's isn't the fire department a, a private entity it's, it's a municipality yeah. it's still a local government you think i got a, a case I, I think you do. I think I, you do. I'll fill um, out a form. Yeah, okay, fill out your form, submit it to <laughs> City Hall, and Intr- memorize that J.G. Wentworth number. So you can <laughs> I want my money now. Out. But no, I mean, when we were in downtown um, Wingate, is it Wingate? No, Waxhaw. We were down in Waxhaw doing something. They had a big festival down there, and a fire truck came through. And you know the normal fire truck, whatever the fire truck sound is. Yeah. It had this low, like when we were Drawing walking. It, but I felt myself like vibrate, like I was on the yeah. TH for deaf people mm-hmm. because they they can't, you know, like, there's this so low, listen, low frequency. Listen, listen let, let me enlighten you just a little bit here. Please, Shane, mm-hmm. I don't get out of the yeah. house much. This new technology scares me. It, well, it should, but it's called <laughs> less than lethal. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's kind of like bean bags or pepper spray or that kind of stuff, but the military has them. Uh-huh. Now, how do I know this? Because you were in the military. Yes. I had a top secret clearance, which means nothing. <laughs> I got a couple <laughs> extra top secret uh, forms here. I give one to that McManus over there. He'll, he'll fill it out. <laughs> give him a pack of crayons. He'll fill it out. Yeah. Then pass it along. What is this, a grocery list? No, it's my top secret clearance form, sir. You want my first name last or my last name first? I'm confused. <laughs> So when I was in the military, we, before I got all the shipments and stuff ready to go on the cargo planes, and it, you know, it could have been anything from people's household items to like top secret technology mm-hmm. or bombs or missiles or that kind of stuff. So I did have to have a clearance because you know, in order for me to get it ready to ship and put it on these airplanes, I had to actually look at it. So, but there was a lot of crazy, weird weapons. You know, we had to ship that. You know, I could tell you about them, but I'd have to kill you. <laughs> There's this one thing that they use that's like a, it's, it just uses nothing but sound waves. And they throw these sound waves at you from like hundreds of yards away. And it, it, they're so powerful that they'll make you throw up and yeah, you know, just really disrupt your, your nervous system. So, you know, they could crank that thing up and melt everyone like, around them. Yeah, but why turn it on? Like, can, can they not take a split second when they're going through the intersection to say, oh, oh, there's a deaf guy standing on the corner. Let me turn this on. Or, there's nobody on the corner. There's no need to turn this on. Like I said, they had a big festival going on down there, and it was you know Fifth and Main cross section, yeah. and the fire truck was going through it. So you had all these people walking, you know, on the sidewalk and stuff. So they flipped it on, and I was like, "Whoa, what the hell's that? What is that noise? Do you feel weird? <laughs> Take yeah. that CBD oh. stuff again?" Oh, I've got an uncle that's a fireman, so I'll ask him if he's yeah, aware ask him about of any of that technology. But if for me, I would have just shot tear gas at everybody. That solves all your problems. Uh, I don't need a makeup chair, is what it says, Shane. Why don't you need a yeah. makeup chair? Oh, that is a pitiful, pitiful. Sound segue into what that has oh my god here have some pepper spray <laughs> and some battery salve mm, banaka yeah does your okay uh-huh. so you live out in the country you've got a you've got a farm girl right a farm girl 
Yes. You married a farm girl. Okay, yes. Pretty much. Okay. How'd you know about her? Yes, my wife does she wear, My wife does the farm stuff, yeah. I, I'm just assuming that she probably is not a big makeup person. Uh, she has what I like to call a natural beauty. Uh, she yeah. does wear a little bit of eye makeup, a little bit of foundation, but she really doesn't need to have anything. Like, if I see her without makeup, she doesn't look like, ah, where are your eyebrows? Where are your, you know, where, where do your eyes start and stop? Where are your eyelids? She has a natural, she's got long flowing eyelashes. She's got very, very good skin. Yeah, she she doesn't wear a whole lot of. I mean, no foundation at all. She's got real nice olive skin. Yeah, we get it. She married up, and you lost your. She <laughs> lost her. Mind. So when she is applying the war paint, does she have a specific place that she sits? No, does she like sit down in front of a mirror in a in a specific place and and apply her makeup, or is no. it just like on the go or what? In our bathroom, we've got her walk-in closet, my walk-in closet, and they're sliding mirror doors. So she'll stand in front of the mirror doors and do her makeup because we've got a um the light ceiling light is right over that and it's real good lighting for her to put her makeup on but no no she doesn't sit at all i've got her one of those i've got her a nice desk that's got all the drawers with all her makeup and stuff in it and a nice big vanity mirror that's all sculpted and stuff nope still stands in front of the the doors of the closet and puts on makeup well when my wife i mean you know i've told you before I, we were talking about the the toilet lid thing and how our bathroom is set up is we've got the counter space for two sinks but we only have one okay so on that one side where another sink should be there's like a place to slide a chair up underneath. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's where she sits and applies her makeup. And it's a white chair that we've had for 13 years. And how, how did you acquire this white chair for 13 I, years? I don't know where it came from. I don't know how we got it. Maybe it's a, probably an old Ikea chair or something. Okay. But it's been there for years. And that's where she sits and puts her makeup on every single day, which she's a natural beauty too. But, you know, <laughs> she likes to put it on. I had to use this chair today for the podcast. I'm actually sitting in it right now. All right, stand up. I want to see it. Stand up. Watch your headphones because you're going to jerk your headphones off your head. Okay, hold on. All right, here he goes. He's putting his headphones down. He's standing up. Oh, you're so tall. It looks like a resin chair. Spin it around. Spin it around. All right. Got it. So tall. So tall and goofy. I'm a big boy. Let me get myself <laughs> situated here again. How tall are you? Six four, six five. Six. Six four. Six four. All right. So when I held this chair up to the camera, did you notice anything? It's completely white and clean. Bullshit. Then you've got really bad cameras. I am sitting in the nastiest chair I have ever seen in my entire life. Like when she puts her foundation on, all the dust particles sit on the chair and stuff? Everything. Hair, dirt, (laughs) crap. Hairspray, uh, I'm sure. Well, see, here's the the hairspray is at the end end of the session locks it all into the chair. Yeah, it seals it. It's a coating. Yeah, it's like a lacquer or something. So here's all of this hair stuck on it, and makeup, and powder, and I'm sh- dead skin. I'm sure, and you <laughs> know whatever else they use. Uh-huh. Now you want to bitch about you know a toilet lid, but you sit down in the nastiest chair on the planet. Is that a woman thing? Because I can't get it off. I've tried to clean it. I've used four hundred nine. I've used bleach. I've used. You gotta throw it in the pool. (laughs) Throw it in the pool. Let it it marinate. Let it throw in the neighbor's pool. Let it marinate. Tom, burn your pool. Yeah, go ahead, Shane. (laughs) Throws a chair in there. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) Cooking chairs. Trying to get this shit off the. You have a hot tub. I do. Throw it in the hot tub. Boil that thing. Boil it clean. 
you would think after a few years she'd try to clean it or do something or she, I mean I'm dude this thing's hairier than the Bigfoot we've been talking about. She puts on her makeup and I put on my tie. Whatever that what's that Eric Clapton song? You look wonderful tonight. <laughs> I look wonderful. I don't know about everybody else. Well, you know, I tried to get up out of the chair a second ago and it stuck to me. So <laughs> you know, I just didn't know if that was a woman thing, if they didn't care about their chair, but I walked in there to get that thing and I'm like, Oh my god, I can't no. Yeah, her sink goes we have the Jack and Jill sinks her sink is what i'm I'm assuming what that chair looks like because there's hairspray residue everything's got like this grit on her side my side toothbrush toothpaste aftershave razor and shaving lotion that's it her side 15 different perfume bottles eye care stuff because she wears contacts Mm -hmm. she's got the what is it the invisalign teeth things trays Mm -hmm. of those all over the place i I don't know it's good grief are you familiar with ozempic though Ozempic? Yeah, Ozempic. It's a it's a type of drug. I've heard well, I've heard the commercial. Of course, that song's in my head. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know what it treats. Well, I know you're going to tell me, but let me yeah. take a guess. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Is it for heartburn? No. Upset stomach? Uh, no. Indigestion? Are you talking Diarrhea. about the pink stuff? <laughs> Pepto. <laughs> no. It was created for type two diabetes. And type, oh, okay. type two diabetes okay. are the people that can take a pill and regulate their insulin. They're not, they're not doing the shots. They're not doing the pump. My mom had the pump mm-hmm. where, you know, it's constantly connected to her and constantly feeding her insulin. They uh, got the good kind of diabetes. My dad's I got, they can still eat sugar too. They can't. They? Yeah. They can do all that stuff. That, and that's what my mom would do. She would eat a whole bag of Hershey's kisses and her meter would beep, 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 beep. Oh, time to fix my insulin. And she would like, it was a cure all. I can eat all this and, and be cured by hitting this button. Wow. Yeah. It, that was her train of thought. And it was horrible. That's a horrible diet that she would have. But my dad's got type two di- diabetes and he can take the pill. He can regulate all his stuff and, you know, watch his blood sugar and stuff. So Ozempic was created for type two diabetes. It's a pill that you take, you take it once a day, it levels out your insulin levels and, and you're good to go. One of the side effects is for Ozempic is weight loss. Ooh. People are losing weight, and there's absolutely no bad side effects. I say absolutely no. There are very minute, like cotton mouth, and maybe a little bit of drowsiness. But other than that, there's no real bad side effects. So what's happening is the people in Beverly Hills, this is now the, the mom drug where they're going to start taking this pill, and they're buying it, and it's to buy it off the shelf without any prescription or anything like that is $10,000 for 30 pills or something like that. It's something stupid. Yeah, it's something stupid. Wow. So what they're also finding out, it is, like I said, that that you can lose weight. But what it does is it it eliminates your desire for an appetite. So your body naturally will balance its levels out. So instead of me eating three bowls of cereal in the morning, I might eat one bowl of cereal because I'm not that hungry. Instead of me eating, you know, a whole entire Papa John's pizza, I might have like two slices. So you can see what the pill does for you. Another, you're wanting to try it, aren't you? Well, I'm getting there. Another side effect that they're finding out about is that the actual pill curbs, well, how do I I word this? It curbs sporadic decisions. Oh, okay. So, for example, if you're a constant gambler, you know, I've got gambling issues, you know, i got to bet on something all the time. It's realizing that taking this pill kind of numbs that a little bit. And it also, they're finding out that, that people that use drugs, like physical drugs or addicted to alcohol or anything like that, completely eliminates that, I say completely, curbs that desire, those impulse desires to do those things. Now, I've got a doctor's appointment this Tuesday. My wife has already signed up for it. So your doctor, what is it, the your primary doctor, can't mm-hmm. prescribe it. He has to refer you to someone. 
the referral what, will allow you to get the pill. What kind of specialist do you have to go to to get that? It's a weight loss management that they're referred to in whatever your North Carolina atrium healthcare. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then your insurance will, will pay for, instead of it being $10,000, I think Amy says if I qualify for it, not her meaning me, but her meaning her, it's yeah. $1,400 for a month supply or something like that. Uh, so they're just kind of using it off-label. I don't what you know. That, how that, what so the term off-label is it was created for this, but through the years they found out it does this, 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 and this. Kind of like Rogaine. Rogaine was made for people who had heart attacks, and they found out one of the side effects was it grew hair. Well, that's Viagra. Well, I'll have to investigate. So Ozempic. I mean, if that, that's, I mean so that fourteen hundred bucks is out of your pocket, or is that? Yeah, that's that's after the insurance. Like I said, it's ten thousand dollars or more than that for the for a month supply, and fourteen hundred bucks would be for the the supply. So here's my thing. I'm gonna. I have a doctor's. My annual checkup is this Tuesday, and I've got a new doctor that I'm gonna go talk to Tuesday. I'm gonna tell her. I'm like, look, I drink a lot of beer. I don't want to drink a lot of beer. Not that I'm depressed or anything like that. It's pure boredom, man. It's pure mm-hmm. boredom. Well, don't stop drinking beer. Nobody's going to like you anymore. <laughs> no, they'll probably like me less. I'm, I'm more in a better ir- mood when I'm drinking. Are you? If I go too far, I get hungover early. Like, I'll get a headache. Yeah. Not the, you know, before I even go to bed. Mm-hmm. I figured out that it's because I get dehydrated, so I start chugging water yeah. and feel better. I've, I've learned how to deal with my addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eliminate it. Yeah. I just want to learn how to deal with it. Right. All right. Anything else for I let you go, Shane? You got anything? Pl- your you got anything planned for the Cinco de Mayo? Yes, I do. I plan to sit in the uh, in the hospital. Oh, that's right. Yeah, your wife's got something going on. She's having hernia repair. And she had all those abdominal surgeries, those problems she had um, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Which left her with three hernias. Now she's got to get those fixed or guts. Well, I wish I wish you and the missus uh, good luck this weekend. Let me know how it goes. If you need anything, let me know. I appreciate that. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll come find you in the parking lot and hit you up for twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I can get some coffee. <laughs> Something out of the snack machine. <laughs> All right, Shane. I'll let you go. All right. See you. Bye. See you. Bye. Good for you. I'm glad you got jumped off and got back home.